okay, so I got here. I got here on time. And Wait, did uh, you start recording? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Stop me off guard. That's why, yeah. that's why I, I literally started because I knew he was recording. Me and him caught eyes, and I was like, all right, he's recording. He hit it. Because I saw him flip it. That is, it's my <laughs> off day. It, I'm the off one today, man. Damn, dude. So anyway, so I got here on time, and then as we got, as I walked into the store, I'm chit-chatting with Renee, yeah. and then I sit, so I sit behind the chair, the, the little mind, chair. Mind you, it's 7 o'clock. It's way past 7. So it's closed. Like, they're closed. It's 7, 12. He uh-huh. has a couple of customers inside the store. Mm-hmm. This girl is like going through her stuff. So she gets the WandaVision pop that I bought uh, because she was foolish and she didn't buy it. Uh, but <laughs> so anyway, so she she grabs the pop and instead of taking it to the guy behind the register, she took it to me. And like goes, how much is this? And I pointed at Renee. <laughs> I go, that's 10 then, then she goes and she goes, gets a comic, comes back and then comes back to me and goes, how much is the comic? And I point it back at Renee. And then he's like, Four ninety nine. Yeah, like, like he's just giving out prices, and I'm just like, why is everybody coming to me? So things? and so then, mind you, so were then, you behind the register? I was he behind was, the register. He though. was behind the register. Where were you? He I was, was sitting at the table at the right table. there, next to the register. Okay, so in not in, not to like defend but this on. person there's the whole still, way. There's still, there's still more. more. Oh, no, so there's, there's more. more. Yeah. No, there's more. Oh, there's more. So okay, he starts cleaning. The, yeah. He starts cleaning. So I'm sitting. Everything's off. Yeah, everything's off. He's already flipped all the signs. He's already put. We're closed. Yeah. Mind you, I love comic book people. I love the people that come into. We do. They're amazing people. They're amazing people. But except for when they yell at me, and <laughs> much. So, so okay. So, I didn't lock the door because I just closed everything and I'm just doing everything really quick. So yeah. how f- far past seven p.m. This it? is like maybe seven thirty. It's almost seven thirty. Yeah. And you didn't lock the door. I didn't lock the door because I just closed up and I'm gonna in, throw out the trash as well. In, too. All, fa- okay. in all fairness, the 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 four people that were in here, they were in there until past seven twenty. Okay. So he was trying to like kind of like go like, oh, we're closed, everything like that. Like in you the know, nice, in the know, nicest, nice, in the nicest, nicest possible, possible way. And yeah. it's fine that they wanted to shop. Mm-hmm. That's the you know that's what the store is for. Okay. And everything like that. I have no problem. Worse? I have no problem with people who are just trying to, you know, find a good yeah. comic yeah. and everything like that, especially for the weekend. So how does it get worse? So we're sitting there, and these two dudes they come in through the through the store, and then Renee then goes, "Hey man, sorry, we're closed." The guy then, instead of turning to Renee, <laughs> turns to me, <laughs> and then goes, "Why are you closed?" And I'm like, "I didn't do it." <laughs> <laughs> And so then he's like, and then he's like, man, he came in here. And then like his friend in the background that's holding the door, he's like, he's like, man, he came in here knowing what he wanted. He knew exactly what he's gonna get in and get out. You lost a customer. And yeah. I was like, mind you, they're not looking at me. They're looking at Nick, and I'm the one behind the register. But he's the one standing on the table, and they're yelling just, at him. I'm just sitting at the table, like with my, <laughs> like just like my legs crossed. And I'm waiting for him to finish, yeah. and I'm like, hey, how can I help? And everything like that, and. They just start yelling at me, and I'm like, "What the heck is going yeah. on?" Yeah, and then I'm like, "I'm so sorry, like I'm, I didn't make it." Like, I'm saying like, "Hey, we're closed. Sorry, we closed at seven. You know, we just started closing right now." I he, told them, but they're not listening to me. Yeah, they're not listening to him, so they just start berating me. And I'm like, "What is going on?" Yeah. Okay, but like I've had stuff like that happen. Like mm-hmm. you guys know that going into Target with the red shirt is like the worst thing you could do, right? Yeah. So yeah, no, of course I get it, but like sometimes you just <laughs> I'm extrude. wearing a red shirt. Right no, now. <laughs> but like sometimes you extrude that energy, and like I don't blame people, but for it to happen four times to you, then that's a little like. So let me see. What do you wear? Are you wearing uh, Metal Gear? 
It's about give a shit. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm trying no, to I figure. Told, I told him, like, listen, <laughs> they probably looked at me and then looked at you and been like, who's the most nerdiest guy in this room? Nick. So <laughs> Nick beats you on the nerdy apparently, look. I lo- apparently. I, apparently I beat him on the nerdy look. And yeah. then also I thought it was funny because they looked at me for like pricing and stuff like yeah. that. And I was just like, <laughs> is it because I was sitting and doing nothing? They assumed think I was, was by, like the manager or something. <laughs> they just assumed because I was sitting and doing nothing yeah. behind a table and I was making you work. Wow. Obviously that guy's in charge. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so I asked him when we were walking to the to the thing. I was like, "Do I just exude this energy?" And he goes, "I, I, I guess, guess so. I, I mean, guess you do. That's, yeah, it's probably whatever the way you're probably you ever you probably have like a a power stance when you sit. That's a power stance. That is a power stance. Actually, <laughs> that's a power. Yeah, that, when you cross your legs, that's a power stance. Yeah, but it's just comfortable. Yeah, but that's still a power stance. Yeah. It means that you're comfortable. Where you're Because I was talking to Renee. Yeah. I was very comfortable. I'm just saying you have a power stance. I'm not. Why are you getting mad at me? Because you weren't here on time. If you were here on time, I wouldn't have gotten yelled at. I'm sorry. How dare you? Hey, no, look, look, look. Fault. Like every good superhero, they're always late. You mean your alter ego? Your alter ego got in the way. Exactly. Sometimes. Just like the topic we're going to talk about of a certain character, you got to take some hits. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Quinn. Okay. I'm going to say this because I told you guys before we started the podcast, yeah. but I'm like genuinely happy and excited to be here today. Yeah. Like yeah. more yeah. more than usual. Not no. to say that it's like on a lower level before, but like, <laughs> like other times, those, those times suck. This time, <laughs> this time is good. I'm no, happy. It's, I it's saw good. you skipping outside. Like, I've never seen you skip. <laughs> People are gonna listen to this, and they're gonna can, like take everything you say for real. Like, watch, so. they're gonna be I like, so so. "Is it real that you like, you know, you're mm-hmm. mad at Nick all the time Which because is, like no, his great?" And and they're gonna believe that, and it'll be like, "No, I'm not like a mean content producer. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not." No, we talked about this before no, we, we even recorded. We, we, no, we were, so we were, we were talking about it in we were talking about it when we were watching Heavyweights, which also dope movie. Yes. Uh, oh <laughs> I'm wearing my no because he was wearing he was wearing the Perkins power shirt yeah. uh-huh. so when I walked in I was like dude dope shirt and then he goes you're the third person today that's you're the I, only three people have noticed what the shirt yeah. is and I was like you want to watch it I was <laughs> so like yeah we got we got some time to kill before Brian dude, gets here bro. we got like halfway through the movie yeah I saw it I like knocked on the door when it saw like the time I was we like oh okay because as soon as we got here I was just like let's start let's do it let's, let's watch start it. it by the time Brian gets here we maybe mm-hmm. could be done but we were talking about that was it last week's episode because we were talking about last week's episode and then we were like, was it mean that we kept on saying that we would eat Brian? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so funny story before we jump into the intro. I was editing the podcast yeah. and for some, I just for some ungodly reason, my mind was like, maybe I should listen to the first like fifteen minutes of this of this issue. <laughs> Just to see what this argument was about. Yeah. And I listened to it because I was trying to get to the part where I like have to edit the intro and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I was just like, yeah, this is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking about it and we we're just like, okay, we got to calm down on the whole like tack- attacking you. No, because we were talking about it. And then but here was the funny part. We both said it. We go, maybe we should stop making fun of Brian. Yeah. And then we then went. You know that last bit was hilarious. It was, like, <laughs> it was like, pretty funny. Like the bit, the bit worked. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did, I did listen to it, and I could not stop laughing. Yeah, it was it's great. I was yeah. like, because there was a part 
that was like no it, it no. was like there was a part in that whole bit where i stayed quiet yeah, you for were... like a second and i responded to nick but i knew i wasn't genuine i wasn't mad no, like yeah. it wasn't genuinely mad it was just kind of like really kind of thing like <laughs> you really want to eat me yeah and oh it was the part where it was like i no one i'd never mentioned mm -hmm. that like you know me specifically and that's what i told nick i'm like when did i say would you eat me we talked about i that. said a so we dead talking, crew member <laughs> so we so we were talking about it too and we talked about that and then from what i took from that question was no it wasn't a question it was like the way you started the conversation yeah, the way you started that conversation i just assumed me and you were in space and then you were like I said crew, not two. I, we I, thought we were we, part of that crew. We like we're, we're a crew right yes, now. We're a crew now. <laughs> I know, but well, I, I can't be a crew in space, bro. Because <laughs> it needs more people. <laughs> we need more people. First off, why just why is it only a three man spaceship going to Mars? Did you First ever off, see Apollo, Apollo 13? 11? Yes. <laughs> yeah, Apollo thirteen, man. They only three man crew. Come on. Okay, but this Tom is 2021. <laughs> if we launch a spacecraft to Mars in 2025, I expect <laughs> at are. least a crew of like. Eight to ten people. First off, okay. Tom Hanks and uh, Kevin Bacon landed that landed that shuttle like men. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what did Bill Paxton do? Yeah, he he got sick. He just he just they landed that spaceship like men. <laughs> but I'm oh just my gonna God. say We're this. So going off. I'm gonna say this that now that Nick's in the yeah. show. Uh -huh. I feel like our intro bits are just so much better now. They're so much longer, <laughs> they're, they're too. Longer, <laughs> but I love let's, so much let's, let's jump into the intro. Let's go okay. for it. We go got a good it. we got a good long meaty episode today. I told you it was a good issue. Story. Yeah. yeah, it was it's that no, it was a great story. <laughs> it was good. But no, we got a good, you know, we got a great issue yeah, for you good. guys today. Um so uh are we ready to kick this off? Let's do it. <clears throat> Here we go. Hello, citizens. Welcome to Keeping Up with the Nerds Variety Hour, coming to you from 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California. Amy Newby Waiters, number one podcast for all things nerdy. I'm your host, Brian. Renee. And Nick. And welcome to the show, issue 46. Almost at our 50. Almost. We're, we're about to buy a motorcycle right now. Dude, I already, <laughs> dude, I already started looking. <laughs> yeah. Can you up the volume just a bit on I my mic? I'm noticing looking. it's a little bit low. There you go. Crack open our energy drinks. G you and your G Fuel. My G Fuel. Your smack. Your Crash Bandicoot. My Wump of Fruit. Oh my God, this tastes beautiful. <laughs> Is it good? Yeah, it's great. Oh, damn it, I should have gotten one. It's great. How's your ghost? <laughs> it's sour, then it's sweet. <laughs> All right, so before we jump into the issue and the topic at hand, uh, let's just do a quick little reminder. We did launch the website Finally! officially. <laughs> it's done. It yes. happened. It launched. What can we find on this website, guys? Tell us. Tell the viewers or listeners or viewers, if you're watching this on <laughs> yeah. YouTube, what they can find on this website real quick. Well, first off, you can find our bios. Yes. And from there, you know, also our stalker pages. Those are good, too. Stalker yes. pages? Yeah, I linked in at the very bottom of yours where you live. No. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see it, but I edited it really quick. I it. <laughs> Don't give me access. <laughs> Did you just dox me? <laughs> I put your phone number and also your and where you live. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. You can also find them on LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we, our bios. 
our bios. What our else? Bios, our yeah. bios. Uh, we will eventually. We'll, we'll start having some blogs coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it, once again, if you guys would like, you could always send in bios to us. Uh, message us on our uh, YouTube channel uh, if you would like to send us a bio or anything like that, or just not a bio, but like a, a blog spot or anything like that. We mm-hmm. do want to, con- you know, talk to the community more. See, see, kind of some. What do you guys think? Yeah. yeah. You know. Everything like that. And also, we will be reading them. We're not yes. just going to post it. I know. So, yeah. <laughs> we will be proofreading yeah, them. We, we will be proofreading it so that way it's just not, you know. So the blog spot is called The Nerdy Planet. Nerdy yes. Planet it yes. is our online newspaper Absolutely. where we're going to be posting. So that is a great spot for people to go in if, you know, they want to post something. Or, you know, if you want to see what our thoughts are. Because, you know, we're working on video still. And we do the podcast. There's just a lot that, you know, the three of us can't do. Yeah. So if you want to quickly write in, like, a review of something that we watched or give our thoughts on something, that's where you guys can find it. Yeah. Um, it's also really great that if you guys want to keep up to date with those you know articles that come out you guys can sign up using your emails on the main website mm-hmm. and that way you will be notified when those posts go live absolutely yeah. um there on the main page you have our little intro commercial thing that we filmed a couple weeks back which yeah. is fantastic uh if we don't say so ourselves um newest podcast mm-hmm. issues new videos weekly highlights of videos that we've done before yes. um there's also a countdown Yes. 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 Which I love. Yeah, that countdown's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, we also have a trailer that I'm not in. I was so hurt. I was so hurt. I was hurt. No, we have to work on one for I'm, the website that anyways. I'm, that I'm not in. Nick. And... It hurt. Okay. okay, suck it up. <laughs> suck it up. No one's no. crying tears for you here. You, you, don't, you don't like my crocodile tears? No. Crocodile tears? You don't like it? So, Bio's website. throw some ghost on me. <laughs> Bio website's Nerdy Planet uh, newspaper. And uh, Renee, anything else? Um, oh, the new- oh, our, um, what is it? Our um, artist corner or what Creator is it? Spotlight. Creator Spotlight. spotlight. Yeah. yeah. So, if you guys have some wacky uh, fan art that you would love to submit and everything like that, you know, <laughs> Brian being eaten by us. Oh, my like God. <laughs> You just finished saying Oh my god You just finished saying Maybe we shouldn't be mean to him And then look what you're promoting because That's not being mean That's just that's just selling a bit <laughs> make, make it a reality that's, that's just selling a bit make, I don't know what you're talking about Make me Nick at zombies While I eat Brian's guts no. You know what? No. I, I haven't seen Brian throw up yet, so I, I'm yeah. down. I'm down to see that. Yeah, Challenge. I'm getting sick now. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. Uh, no. Uh, also, uh, I believe our YouTube videos go up first on, on the website, right? Before I, they go up on YouTube. I don't know. I'd have to double check. Um, but yeah, so everything's up to date there. The creator spotlight right now. There's two. Yes. Tune geeks, geeks, who we've shouted out in a video before Absolutely. and on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they now have their own dedicated spot on yeah. the creator spotlight, as well right, as uh, Tony Tony Cruzada, who helped us with the flyer art, which is fantastic. He also has his own little creator yeah. spot section there. Yeah, so love, if you want to know more about them, they mm-hmm. gave us a short little interview. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you guys. There's links to their pages, though, so if you want to contact them and case they have commissions or anything like that yeah. you can follow them there and the last part um is our location where we film and you know record our podcast yeah, shout out absolutely. to undercity comics the location where we our hall of justice hall of justice our hall of justice they where let us here record you know for you know they let us here record here with no cost just you know we give them 
as much marketing as we can for them. Yes, stuff like if that, so. you are within the Whittier area yeah. in California, close to it, Los Angeles, stop on by here. Mm-hmm. You know, because the three of us are Whittier locals. Yeah, you know, you'll maybe yeah. catch us in here a couple times. Renee, I know you're. You know, you work here, I'm, so I'm you're here. here yeah, so. Wednesday like through face. Sunday. Yeah, Wednesday through Sunday. I'm yeah. the main yeah. person that everyone will meet first. If anything, yeah. Renee usually wears a fake mustache, though. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he goes by Pablo. so you know uh it's there's a small little bio uh where you know you can find more information that also links to their facebook so that is officially launched if you want to follow us on there more than like please do and you have links to all our socials and you know where you can find the contacts so uh, if you want to contact us there for any inquiries or you know business related stuff emails right there if you want to follow us on youtube there's links there facebook Instagram and Twitter, all that information's there. Mm-hmm. We thank you guys for everyone that's already been, you know, that's visited and that shout us out and all this stuff. Thank you guys so much. It keeps us going. Nothing but appreciation from all of us here. So thank you. For sure, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's gonna be that's super awesome. We got oh, we got a lot more. We got a lot more coming up. Yeah, man. We got a lot more videos. Um, also, just letting you guys know that uh, we didn't just forget about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah, uh, we do have videos for that. <laughs> We do have videos for it. We we yeah. just we're 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 editing. Uh, I mean, Brian's editing, and it's a one man team. He won't yes. let anyone else touch it. He I, won't no. <laughs> no, because Brian has a way of editing. He has a, he has yeah. a vision. He has, he has a, a vision. He, he has a way of how he does editing. You don't I trust tell, him with that. Yeah, you don't tell James Cameron how to direct I a was, movie. I was gonna. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I would say at this point it's Michael Bay. <laughs> I just. I just <laughs> yeah. At this point, it's Michael Bay. Like Michael I, Bay I would, explosion. I, you, you're not going 20, 20 gallons under the sea right now. You're, no. <laughs> you're like going like, oh, and I think I can make a boomy thing here. Here, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> make I'm making the next Transformers yeah. movie. <laughs> and Optimus Prime. <laughs> Giant sword. Dino Transformers. Let's do it, guys. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So main topic of today's issue, mm-hmm. if you have not seen the title, we have been shouting out this show for the last couple of weeks, probably like four or five issues yeah. before. Yeah. It's oh, like basically no, this was eight weeks ago when it first started. We shot this out, yeah. yeah. Before I started, fantastic, yeah. invincible. Yes, a series, an animated series that was released on Amazon Prime's uh, streaming service mm-hmm. eight weeks ago. Um, it follows the story of a young kid named Mark and him coming to age and realizing what his powers are. Yeah. And, you know, Renee and Nick, who've read the comic books, because it is based on a comic book yes. written by Robert Kirkman, who, if you guys don't know, also wrote and produced The Walking Dead Walking comics Dead. and TV series. I believe he did this one first, right? He did Invincible yes. first, yes. And then, this is his first thing, and then he went on to The Walking Dead. But I think he's well, took off more. Yeah, he's more well known for The Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, you know, Renee and Nick, they're the experts here, mm-hmm. so they'll tell you more about it. But this is the topic of the show. Yeah. And why we recommend you guys yeah. should watch this. I, we're straight up getting to the point. Yeah. You guys have to watch this series. It's good. It's, it's a great series. fantastic. I am not the emotional type when it comes to things. But, but this, this finale, show, this, this... And then the finale on it. Forget yeah. the finale. This show... <laughs> no, the show is all the way good. Yeah. Like, pulled some major heartstrings, yeah. man. Like, holy crap. You you know what? I The thing I really liked about it was it was kind of like watching John Kent like learn his powers grow up knowing that my dad is superman 
Mm-hmm. And then talk about Superboy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because John Kent is in the comic books. They have like John Kent. He grows up and he ha- he has Superman's powers. Yes, he marries Lois Lane. Has John Kent. You know, the, he becomes a superhero. He becomes basically a sidekick. But doesn't he not have all the superpowers? No, that's um, Connor. Uh, Connor. Connor. So it's he's a clone. Connor. Okay. Yeah, Connor Kent is a clone of him and Lex Luthor. John, John Kent, Kent actually has, has all of Superman's yeah, powers. He has all the Kryptonians. And in one of the, I think in one of the comic books right now, he is Superman. He's going. He's in the midst of becoming, yeah, the definitive Superman. I think for Earth at least, yeah. Well, I think he's like in Earth two or three, something like that. So, he's yeah. Superman with mm-hmm. like uh, Luke. Fox is Batman and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was in the future state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the, it's right. it's the future. It's like the future Justice League. Mm-hmm. I different. have I have that issue. I haven't read it yet. Mm-hmm. It's and good. I want to. It's a good issue. I'm really excited to get to that one. Yeah, that yeah. I'm really excited for uh, because also the writer that did Deceased is going to be taking on the new Superman title. Yeah, it's going to be. And sick. he's going to be writing Jonathan Kent. As oh, Superman so much to look forward to. Oh. Yeah, Jonathan Jonathan Kent is an interesting character. But besides that, I do like the idea of. Him growing up, not having powers, and then kind of being a weakling mm-hmm. and everything else, and then you get superpowers one day. So it's kind of funny that you mention like the similarities between the two because I feel like Invincible was written for every corner and demographic in terms of comic book knowledge because you have all your stereotypical tropes. Mm-hmm. You have the coming of age, not realizing that he has, or you know, waiting for his powers to come up, Spider-Man. which he gets him, yeah. Um, the responsibilities of having those powers. Uh, you have, you know, your Justice League, your, your uniformed, yeah. you know, organization of superheroes. They they mimic the Justice League and Avengers yeah. in that sort of way. Um, your organization that works behind that. And not only that, but then like the realization, of, you know, there's secret meanings behind, you know, secret agendas that you might not have realized yeah. between family. Um, just all these different tropes that you see in comic books. So even if you don't read heavily on the dc side mm-hmm. you know you you just kind of like just, just yeah. take the top part of it you'll kind of realize it if you do read some marvel things even some like third party stuff from like dark horse and mm-hmm. stuff like that you yeah, still pick I, up on those things that's the thing, yeah. yeah i i because i thought of it as like very much a mixture between the avengers and the justice league on like their their own unit but also they work for the government in a mm-hmm. way yeah. like they're funded by the government and you know the government like aids them mm-hmm. and stuff like that which is kind of like the Avengers mm-hmm. with shield right? and everything with like yeah. shield and stuff like that. Whereas like, you know, the justice league is basically just like, how are we going to pay for this? Batman. <laughs> yeah. Batman. Basically. Yeah. How do we pay for this? Bruce. Bruce <laughs> got it covered. Guys. Bruce has got it covered. Yeah. You guys um, want an espresso machine? Just, <laughs> just, just tell Bruce, <laughs> <laughs> just, just put it on the list. And Bruce Send it. the bill to Wayne. Enterprises. <laughs> <laughs> But wait, like I bet you half of the superheroes don't even know that Batman is Bruce Wayne, and they're just I, like and they see they're just like, wait, why are we getting mail from Wayne Enterprises? Yeah. Like, what? Why do, why, do, why do we have a? Or could you imagine the accountant at Wayne Enterprises? <laughs> it's just like a what flat, the f? <laughs> like, wait, now that you mention yeah. that. <laughs> Think about it. There yeah, it's like there's so many doing ways. The numbers. There's so many ways that you can then, because he has to have a business manager. Well, they touched onto that in, what is it, in uh, The Dark Knight, where the guy's like, so I've been running the numbers, you know? <laughs> and like, you know, and so I saw that you, you know, putting heavily money into R&D. He was like. But they haven't they haven't produced anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> Unless it's like filed under a different account. That's so weird now it that you be. say it. I think, or if anything, oh no, well, I don't know how, see, that's the whole 
That's a whole other. We're thing getting into a whole yeah. other topic. <laughs> how Batman... does how does Batman fund the league, but not make it known that he's funding the? But league? you know what? Like going. Oh no, uh, Batman Incorporated. Oh. That's so, how, that's that's that that was what his uh, his auditor said. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> you have it's to incorporate. Funny. You have yeah. to incorporate. incorporate. It's funny that you guys mention like the similarities between like that which you guys are talking <laughs> yeah, about yeah, yeah. and Invincible because like in the show we see that now. Yeah. To kind of move forward with the subject, we're not going to like talk about every single episode that no. aired on Amazon because it's no. eight episodes, about an hour each, anything, and we can spend yeah. like three hours talking about we it. We can talk about just like the memorable moments. We can talk about episode one. The ending of episode one. And the, uh, the yeah. ending, and then yeah. we can talk about episode eight. And we'll tell you guys when we get to that spoiler section in case you don't want it spoiled. Oh, it like a motorcycle. <laughs> it <laughs> is a motorcycle. It's the, the place across I the street. It's just a lot of noise. Outside. That's I what like, I was thinking too. Or like an explosion. Like, oh, like, well, we're stuck in here. <laughs> Um, No, but, you know, we can talk about the first episode, the ending to the last, and we'll tell you guys when the spoilers are coming in so you guys don't get, you know, Mm -hmm. some unnecessary information. Um, But like I said before, before we jump into that, it is based on a comic book that came out in the early 2000s. Yes, let me double check really quick. 2002, if I'm not wrong. Invincible. That's that. It's Invincible. I want to keep saying Invincibles. I love, <laughs> yeah. I, you know what I love about this show? Mm-hmm. I love the fact that every single episode starts with them going, like them going, well, he's going to have to be, and then it just splashes. In so Renee someone. and I were talking about I that. that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why um, I love it so much. A couple issues, a couple issues ago, before we started recording, oh, I told in Renee. 2003. Oh, yeah. So, okay, close so, enough. Yeah, yeah. I, was clo- I was close. Yeah. I, it so, was like 2002, 2003. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he first appeared in Savage Dragon, issue 102. August 2002, and then a year later came out with the series. So technically, you were yeah, right. that's okay. Yeah. But I was telling Renee that those intros, because the intro to the show is basically them just kind of like, oh, you know, they kind of like talk about it. Oh, for I just the next saw, season? Well, no, because, yeah, because of what's happening, because I, I haven't far, read too far in the comics as well, too, uh-huh. and I just saw a spoiler of an image oh. that they posted on Wikipedia, and I was like, damn it. I was oh, like, oh, oh I, I'm, I'm, I'm done with the comics. Yeah, um, that's the thing. Okay, I, so. I've only gotten so far in it, that's why. Renee and I both agreed yeah. that the intros were a little bit weird why because sometimes it doesn't mix well with like oh he has the way to be- they presented the intro of like oh yeah you know it's like oh yeah maybe one day we'll work with doom and it says invincible, invincible. Yeah. but i will add on to it that mm-hmm. i did like the blood splatter and it never came off yeah as the show progressed which mm-hmm. was great what well, it, it kept getting worse yeah it's kind of it, it's like the walking dead opening i noticed that kirkman loves those interactive openings it, yeah. they, it slowly decays it more slowly and more decays as like the series goes yeah. on that's just and, a robert kirkman signature yeah that's a, that, that is something but the thing i did the reason why i liked that is because it felt very campy uh-huh so it kind of reminded me of like the old like 69 bat of like the 66 batman yeah where it's like oh because we have to do this in everything else and i was i i really did enjoy that so it's a good it's, trope it's a nice little trope yeah. and it, it doesn't hurt anything Mm-hmm. And it, it only in like it's in there just to like satisfy fans. Yes, and I and I, re- and I appreciate that. Yeah. I like that. Okay, I, I thought it was fun. So, as someone that has not indulged in the comic books yet, yes, could you guys give me and the listeners a sh- let's say like a five minute summary of what the comic book is like before we talk about the show? Because we did say that the comic and the show. Are starting to go in different, like the far thing, off directions. The, the thing, thing is, I, yeah, the, yeah, the thing ahead. I can really say is that it's not paced as well. Yeah. Okay. So Invincible, the show, has definitely figured out what it did wrong in the comic books. It's a redemption. Because, yeah, because in the comic books, the 
you you do have these like really good uh, stories of like mm-hmm. you know Mark getting his powers, Mark you know dealing with his dad, mm-hmm. doing all these other things. Um, but the thing is that they're throwing a lot at him, or like early on, like you'll be in the middle of mm-hmm. like you know a story, like main yeah. story, and then all of a sudden like they'll a throw in a character that he doesn't meet until like well into it. Yeah, and then like, and this is in the comic books. Yeah, like in, yeah. The, in the comic books, like you'll, you'll just like throw a throw a, a character in, and then like he has like a big like two to three like, issue. Mm-hmm. battle with him mm-hmm. and then like that par- character will go away and then they just continue the main story and then you were like wait what was that do that? yeah and then like later on it comes back and you're like okay that's kind of cool whereas in this one it was like an episode and it's kind of like in the in the everyday life of a superhero yeah uh-huh. and it didn't it, it didn't absorb as much time yeah so what, what what going off of that yeah basically they're setting up in a better way in the show than yeah. the comic did. Okay. Where in the comic you're reading it and like Nick said, it was just it felt like it was a throwaway arc. Just a kind of filler in a way. So But then they go back to it and you're kinda like, Oh crap, well wait, that happened in like issue so and so. But the theme is still the same. It's a kid. Yes. More or less. Yeah. Okay. So can we do the same can we talk about the theme uh, of the story, basically what it's on, because we got the similarities in terms right, of like what right. we see in other comic books mm-hmm. compared to Invincible. The... So we know that the kid's Mark. Mm-hmm. We, he has his dad, who is basically Superman, but mm-hmm. they call him a Viltrumite. Yeah. No, he's a uh, Omni-Man. Omni-Man. His, his, his superhero Om- name is Om- Omni-Man. Omni-Man. Yeah. On his, pla- his species is Viltrumite, and he comes from the planet Viltrum. 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 So like, a Kryptonian Krypton yeah, yeah. from Krypton. <laughs> Very Superman. Th- yeah, I, let, 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 let's let's just face it. Kirkman was just like, what I'm do I making have? I'm making Superman, but yeah. okay, Kryptonian, Kryptonium, Viltrum. Vil, he's he's he could could he could he do this? V- 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 Viltrum. That's and, the thing. Coming and, up with the name Viltrum on its own, like how many words did he had to go through? So to get we'll to talk Viltrum? about it because now that I, I was messing with it in my head yeah. right now, mm-hmm. and I just thought of why he maybe said mm-hmm. Viltrum. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it when we do with episode one. Okay. Because I just thought I was doing the phonetics on it, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold up, it sounds similar to something, and there's probably maybe, a reason. Maybe Brian figured out Kirkman's mind. Probably. Oh, I'm in I'm in your head. I got you. Kirk. Just like Christopher Nolan, I'm coming for you. There you go. I just mentioned his name right now. <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> when you were gonna do that. Take a Jeez. shot every time Brian says <laughs> mentions Christopher Nolan. <laughs> That's I'm, what Andy said too. She's like, if there was a drinking game for every issue that you mentioned for Christopher Nolan, I think we'd all be like passed out. And I'm like, <laughs> so, Yeah, probably. See, I'm just waiting for you to figure out how to make like a Tesla coil and then shock yourself and make a clone of yourself just to disappear. Why how did you Sure. You know prestige, what? Prestige, baby. Prestige. <laughs> the prestige. Prestige. I prestige, Nolan. Because I'm prestige. That's why. So, story is about, it follows a kid, Mark, right? Right. Okay. His dad is Omni-Man. Nolan is still his name, right? Nolan the is his Nolan. Name. Yes. Okay. Um, Nolan Grayson. Does not get his powers until he is like a senior in high school? Yes. Okay. He's a senior in high school, yeah. And so in the comic books... Oh, we're talking about Mark. Yeah, yeah Mark uh, in the he, comics, yeah. He, he's actually, according to Omni-Man, a late bloomer. Yeah. Okay. Because he's half human, half Viltrumite. Yeah. Right. Okay. So from then on, the series takes a sharp left turn, right? right. It completely differs in the comic books. So where... Let's, let's do like a first 15 issues or so of like what you, happens. You take out a couple of arcs. 
because you do have this like he's learning how to do it. He does have that. Um, I forget the st- the granite dude. Yeah. What was his name? Oh um, yeah, the I forgot his name, but yeah, the guy that turns into stones. Yes, yeah. though in the series, like yeah. that that is like one of like the first things he does mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Th- that's what I'm saying. Like the first issue is pretty close to the like the first like two or three issues. Yeah, except for the ending of episode one. What was the ending of episode one again? When he goes after the guardians. Of the oh world. yeah, that, that, I think that doesn't I'm, happen until like issue four or five. No, or that that happens in um. Volume like two or three, because that's I it happens late. It happens re- like maybe not until issue twelve. Uh, so that's what really kind of like really threw me off at the end of the episode. That shocked me at the end of episode one. But that's what I mean by because yeah. you have this entire thing of Mark turning into a hero. Yeah, he gets his powers. The Guardians of the Globe are there. He actually does, I think, have a couple of missions with them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he builds a relationship. With he does. Them. He yeah. does have a relationship with. Like he knows them, mm-hmm. and because he's fought w- alongside the team team. Mm-hmm. With the, the Guardians. Teen team. Teen the just team. the the uh, Teen Titans. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> the, listen I, every single time I've like heard it on their thing, it sounds like the Team Team. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is the, like, I go, are they just not pronouncing it right? Because I, I, I honestly thought they messed up and they were just calling it the Team Team. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's a lame name. Like, team Team. Like, like team team, team. team, it's, a team. team. it's a Team Team. It's a and Team then, Team. Yeah, it's yeah. a Team Team, but I prefer Take to Take a call shot team every time team. we say that. <laughs> <laughs> say it five times. <laughs> team Team, Team Team, Team Team. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, because uh, he does have like this relationship with the team, with the teen team. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I've been saying a team, team, team. Wait, is it team, team? Or no, team, 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 team. Okay, for a sec, I don't know why. T e n t e a m. Okay, yes. Yeah. Right. But team, but team. if you listen to it in the show, it sounds like team, 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 team. team. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it sounds like team, team. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted people to take a shot. No more team team. All right. Anyways, so, so he right. builds a relationship. He builds a relationship with them, the Guardians of the Globe, and uh, uh, and like they they don't work together, but like they he knows of them mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you also get this friendship as well between Omni Man and the Guardians. Like they do dig deeper into that. Of like that's the thing. Yeah. There's a familiarity there's, between them. There's like a like a like a not a respect, but just I guess like a coworker respect kind of way. Okay. Where you there is a relationship there. So like to when that happens, mm-hmm. it's kind of like when Batman doesn't join the Justice League. Yes, just and like every, that. And yeah. every and like he just shows up to help the Justice League, and then he bounces uh-huh. when like it's, things take place at, like near Gotham. Yeah, and then everybody like doesn't give him crap or anything like that. But it's more of like, oh yeah, cool, Batman's here. Yeah. So it's funny because like from what you're telling me on the comic book, basically like you guys are talking about the first ten issues, yeah. and we're not That's even touching <laughs> like episode one yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because I feel like a lot of people. Oh my God! How can I say this? I don't want to sound offensive when I say it. Just People it. that are not knowledgeable in comic book books, mm-hmm. who are just jumping into like TV shows and you know movies and casual stuff. Fans. And the casual, casual fans, the casual, the casual audience, casual audience. Yes. When they jump from like a TV series to a comic book yeah. and one that's already been released right. and out mm-hmm. there in the world, yeah. They forget that there's reasons as to why the pacing might be a little bit longer. So I've had a lot of people when Walkman, uh, Walkman when The Walking Dead came out uh-huh. and the way that the show was going about it, when they started reading The Walking Dead comic books, they came back and told me the sh- the sh- like they're like that's weird because it, it, the the comic book is not following where the show's going. And okay, go, remember yeah. you and I were heavy Walking Dead readers when we worked together mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we understood that. Yeah. Because so, we had people talk to us about that. So, we we talked about The Walking Dead and everything else, but I do believe because I I remember burning through Compendium One and Two. Yeah. I remember just burning through those and for The Walking Dead, I feel that. Here was my thing. I feel like AMC and Kirkman made mistakes when doing The Walking Dead. The, yeah. The show, right? Honestly, honestly, yeah. I'm really hoping that AMC buys The Walking... I mean, uh, Prime buys The Walking Dead and they just make an animated series. Oh, redo so the whole thing? Better. Just redo the whole thing and just call oh, it The Animated... Which are Walking great. Dead, The Animated Series. Because Prime kind of... I felt like they let Kirkman do whatever he wants with the show. Yeah. And yeah. I, yeah. And, but not only that, but also I would, I would love it. I would love it if they used that same kind of artwork as they did inside of like the walking dead, uh, comics. No, the telltale version. Oh, like if they use that same kind of animation where it looks like a comic book and stuff like that, like that would be really, but sad. in order for that to work, you have to do what they did with invincible. You have to wait until it kind of, the hype of it dies down yeah. because invincible was a comic or even a series that not a lot of people knew about. I yeah. didn't know about this, and then until it the finished a while ago before the series. Yeah, came out. I think it and finished, so what like four years ago? Yeah, yeah. Something like that? So like, if Prime wants to do that, if Amazon wants to do it, they have to wait until the oversaturation of the Walking Dead series basically dies out in the next like five years, yeah. and then bring it back. But I think that's a solid idea. Like, just it's not bad. Like, it's cause it's definitely not bad. The people that worked on it too might yeah. come back. Cheaper. I mean, I think even Steven Yen will come back and be do more than Glenn, happy to do Glenn again because do Glenn, do, and Rick and everybody yeah. else. I think that would be kind of sick. So yeah. it's it's funny because it's like the pacing. So there's a reason why pacing is always off from like yeah. books to shows. And I think the best way to explain it, if like you know comics aren't your thing, and you know maybe you're not an avid comic book reader, yeah. if you're a video gamer mm-hmm. per se, right? We went to watch Mortal Kombat two weeks ago at this point, or about a week ago. Up to this point, it'd be be two, two weeks ago. About two weeks ago, right? Okay. We talked about this on last uh, last week's issue, right. how <clears throat> much the story has changed over the years and how many different iterations there are, right? Yes. How do you cram six hours of a game into a two-hour movie? It's difficult, right? Mm-hmm. You don't. You turn it into a series. Exactly. Yeah. And it's the same way here. How do you cram multiple issues of a comic book into a one season show that now got confirmed for seasons two and three, mm-hmm. but an eight episode an eight episode season. Mm-hmm. Well, the, that that's the thing though is if you actually watch, I mean, if you actually read uh, Invincible, the first couple of issues are kind of like the everyday life of a superhero. Yeah, yeah. It, it's you know you're following you you follow his dad, you're following uh, yeah. was it? you're following uh, Nolan, you're following the, the Grayson family. Yeah, you, it's essentially heart- how the first episode was, where you are doing that. But there's no seriousness. There's no blood yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very much like, oh yeah, we're like we're a super family. And that's how Kirkman essentially brought it out when mm-hmm. you know the comic book come came out. He didn't mention anything about like it's gonna be like bloody what? guts or bare nickel <laughs> like fights. And it's anything. a very yeah. family friendly. No, he came out. It's like, a family friendly comic book. Comic book. Don't yeah. worry, guys. Yeah. Don't <laughs> worry. God! God! Just, and, that's, God! and that's how he just, loves to but, do it. He loves to just like but you know what? pull the, the rug out. But, but the thing is that it, the, it's interesting. And also, I would have, I wouldn't have minded seeing more of like this partnership with the Guardians of the Globe. I would have loved. Okay. that's why I, I would have. Lo- so that's loved what that. shocked me at the end. That's why I was like, oh, okay, they're going straight into that. Okay, yeah, but Let the thing me. is that the 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 Battle of the White House. 
yeah. I feel like did that. Where they were, oh, okay. where it was. Just, <laughs> Brian's like Brian, disagreeing. Brian immediately went no, <laughs> but the Battle of the White House. I was because yeah. there were there were mo- there were moments in there where he was working well with the Guardians of the Globe. Yeah. Yeah. So as a viewer, it told I'm me. Looking, Brian's my peripherals on Brian. He's very that, that he was a, making motions. <laughs> we're get to you, okay? I'm talking. This is mind? our time. Do you mind? <laughs> we're on a date here. All right? oh, God. The only thing separating me and Renee is a computer screen. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Will you night soon? Yeah. Okay. Right, go on, go on, go on, because I'll tell you afterwards. No, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not finished. No, I'm done. You want and to it was nice. Okay. Yeah, it was, oh. Okay. <laughs> no, but ser- seriously, I wasn't done. Uh, <laughs> go on. Finish, Nick. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Oh, now there's pressure. Uh, gotta perform. So anyway, the 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 entire attack on the White House mm-hmm. does uh, it does kind of show you that. I know Brian's gonna disagree with me because he hates everything. No, 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 no. I have, I'm disagreeing with you for a different reason. Okay, okay. But I but the the way that they did it, it did kind of show that yes, there is a rapport. Yes, we have known each other for a long. Yeah, there's time. been like there's a history. There's yeah. definitely a history. I I I do feel that that's something that you can convey in a TV show that you couldn't convey in a in a comic book. Mm. Where if like you were just to put like in a comic book, just like all nice to see you again, Omni Man. Like that would just kind of be like oh, that's whatever. But because you actually have motion, you have body language, you have all these other things, mm. you can kind of portray mm. hey. These guys all know each other. They're yeah. all not friendly, but there's a respect yeah. that goes along with like all of the Guardians of the Globe and Omni Man. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but also because I think if for a second, I don't know why it didn't sound right when he said Guardians of the Globe because I was expecting to see hear you say Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> he's like, oh, that's not their name, bro. Yeah, no, I was that's like, not their name. I was like, oh wait, yeah, we're talking yeah, that, about no, we're talking about we're talking about something else. So yeah, it's, it is right. Like, uh, <laughs> but no, but the but for that, because I. I think Cecil even says it at one point. He goes, I, I asked you to lead the Guardians of the Globe. Yeah, he acts Omni-Man, yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he I've, I've asked to. you several times mm-hmm. to lead the Guardians of the Globe, mm-hmm. and you keep saying no. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was always kind of like that interesting thing of like the like the super, like the basically Superman not taking mm-hmm. up his, like the mantle of like leader. Yeah. And everything else. Yeah, right? who's the Batman. Yeah. All right, my turn? All right, here Brian. we go. <clears throat> so, crap, I just lost my train of thought. Hang Damn. on. Oh, yes. no. <laughs> We distracted him. No, okay, I got it. So, laser pointer. There is. <laughs> there <Call> is. <laughs> where? Tell me where's the laser pointer. <laughs> so, there's a reason why I feel like the pacing in the series did what it did, mm-hmm. and right. why the end of season or the episode one is just fantastic, in my opinion. Now we're going to get into spoilers, like heavy, heavy spoilers. Yes. In my defense, I never said it was bad. No, no, I'm not saying it's bad. <laughs> no, we're just but saying, I'm saying that. there's yeah, a yeah. reason as to why I felt like, even though it might have taken longer in the comic books to get to the end of episode one, yeah, the way the way that it was shown outright by episode one, yes, is much more impactful. Oh no, I, I, hardcore! I'm saying episode one way better than like the first fifteen yeah, episodes. And, like, issues. and in this one, they sh- they show it differently than how they did in the comic books. Yes. Spoilers. Yes. This is your moment to basically stop the podcast and come back once mm-hmm. you've watched the entirety watched of all, all, eight all of it. Right or now. maybe, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> we're going to get into some heavy stuff and you don't want it spoiled. You know, warning you right now. Also, if you are, you know, easily get nauseated by some, you know, 
graphic hearing, depictions hearing of graphic stuff. graphic things. We're warning you right now. Yeah. This show is really oh, heavy. And there is, it's not just to show you blood and gore. There is an emotional, very hard aspect mm-hmm. to it. Andy, I apologize if you get nauseated. I'm sorry. But it's a we family love story. It's, it's <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I'm not lying. No, I'm lying. Yeah, I'm, lying. Lying. It's a I'm warning story. you right now. I'm warning everyone. Just, you know, warning you now. Yeah. Anyways, let's go into this. So there is a reason why it's so impactful at the episode, at the end of episode one, mm-hmm. when Omni-Man just goes ham on the entirety of the Guardians of the Globe. Right. As someone that has never read the books mm-hmm. and now wants to. Yes. Showing you that mm-hmm. immediately dragged me into wanting to watch the next episode. It did. I haven't been this intrigued with a show since The Boys. Yes. Because The Which Boys. Another Amazon Prime yeah, show. Yeah. The Boys did such a great job in wanting me to keep watching yes, the next episode. Definitely. Okay, this episode ended. Why is it not Friday already? Yeah, and the, it's the same way because we are introduced to Omni-Man as like this very arrogant, almighty being and protector of Earth. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with him? Then all of a sudden he shows up at the Guardians of the Globe headquarters mm-hmm. and just annihilates everyone in like the most brutal and graphic way yeah. possible. We talked about it. For me, mm-hmm. it got me when the red blur is red streak. The red, red streak, streak. Yeah. is just like trying to get out of this like, Omni Man's like head vice. Yeah. Oh, and he's just punching him in and the his chest. arms and hands yeah. just disintegrate yeah. because he's trying to get out mm-hmm. and it. He just dies. Mind you, too. They also, I love they set it up where it's like, oh, like every minute feels like hours to him. So when he's getting his head crushed, it's, it's slow longer motion. for him. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like an eternity for him. That and sucks. it's just pain. Like you can feel the immense pain that these guys yeah. are going through fighting. It's either like they knew that they were going to die. Mm-hmm. Who's the uh, Batman copy in oh, this one? Oh, that's, uh, what is it, Dark? Darkwing? Darkwing, yeah. Darkwing? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I I, I love that he's the Batman of this series. Uh-huh. And he, because you, you can, yes. Batman <laughs> in the Justice League, even though we, you know, mm-hmm. the audience will say, oh, but he gets down and dirty and gets into the fights That's and stuff. That's true. Uh, we're talking about if basically Superman had no, no morals at all. This goes to show <laughs> that a Batman copy... <laughs> Just went like, I don't have my armor to take yeah. care and no. take down this dude. I'm jumping straight into yeah. the action, and what happens to him gets okay. immediately slammed, and his back pops out of his back. Uh, and then oh, just, yeah. And then, just, and then, like, the second sweep is just basically he's like a blood balloon. Yeah. And just pops. And just exactly. <laughs> like, it's bad. Yeah. But though that sequence got me to just be ready for the next episode. But you know what the you know what the thing is that it's it's actually one of my quotes in on the on the website if you go check it out. Uh, but <laughs> shameless plug. Uh, <laughs> you almost got but, <laughs> I almost got Brian to spit. Um, no, but uh, it, it's it's an interesting idea that uh, super that Batman even says it one time in in one of the comics. I, I think it's Hush. Yes, in Hush. He says it, and he goes, Superman could kill me uh-huh. in an instant if he really wanted to. But deep down inside, Superman's a good man, and he won't do it. So that it, that's a perfect that's a perfect quote, because you think that Omni-Man is that person. You think yeah. he's a good man. You and think then, he's a Superman. Yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden, you like the show has no almost no graphic violence at all. Mm-hmm. And then it gives you a 10... 
five to ten minute little sequence where you get to know the guardians yeah the martian manhunter apparently yeah. is like taking care of an orphan child yeah. the red streak is like on a date and yeah. has like problems because he can't like he can't getting focus he's, he getting can't focus. he's getting married and he yeah. can't focus exactly yeah. uh darkwing is the protector of his city mm-hmm. and you know he's got to leave that to meet up with everyone yeah. you get to know everyone yeah and you feel attachment to them everyone automatically has a backstory because yeah. the show makes you feel so comfortable <laughs> they're going just like, to live yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> i know the, I, yeah. I, i'm i'm so happy this show's yeah. great balls to the walls just immediate annihilation yeah. of every single member in the most graphic brutal way possible the one that got me was was it the green ghost or the emerald ghost one the girl the, all oh green? and, and omni man just like punched her straight in the head she knew she was dead and like yeah then the way she says oh no and boom and he's just holding it's, her it's because he, he she caught the alien yeah. she caught the martian <laughs> and right when she catches the martian yeah. she goes oh no <laughs> like oh because uh, she un because in order to do something she had to like un mm-hmm. camouflage yeah and she immediately know oh I messed up yeah <laughs> and oh I messed up it yeah. immediately throws you into a field of un like I felt uncomfortable yeah I I I'll admit I was very emotional in that aspect yeah. because during that sequence because I was like I wasn't ready like why are you throwing this at me yeah. like you don't show me a family show and then just mind you. This is episode one, and we're only seeing the tip of how Omni-Man is capable yeah. of. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, for anyone that doesn't like that stuff, yeah. I think they're going to have a very tough time going through the rest of the series. So, for what I like about this whole series in general is that it just feels very, almost real aspect. Yeah. If it was superheroes, with people, not just superheroes, but people that have abilities, mm-hmm. and what it would be really like. Yeah. Like, especially when Mark is trying to be a superhero throughout it and he's failing every step of the way. There's reality aspects to it. Now, really quick, just just so that way we can kind of actually use the proper names. Uh, Yes, the Batman character is named as Darkwing. Yeah. The character that is basically like their Superman clone, he is the immortal. The The immortal. immortal. Yeah. Uh, The one that's supposed to be Wonder Woman is War Woman. War, War <laughs> that, woman. That didn't take any time. And she's a she's a video game developer, which is great. Oh yeah, that's actually yeah, pretty cool. She's yeah. a video game developer. Uh the Flash is Red Rush. Red, red Rush. Rush, not the Red Streak, my yeah. bad. Aquas is the fish. Aquas. He's the, the fish, the he's Aquaman. The, he's the Aquaman of their group, the one that was in the But he actually looks like Atlantis. a fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Martian Man. Martian Manhunter. <laughs> no, no just Martian Man. Martian, like somebody <laughs> literally looked at him and went, he had the same powers as Martian Manhunter. What do we call him? Martian, Martian man. man. Martian man. <laughs> he's not a man. He's not, he's not a hunter of men. Yeah. He's just a man. <laughs> just Martian man. Just a they man. actually made a joke further into the series, mm-hmm. and now that you said that, it makes sense because when uh, Mark is following the uh, the the people out there, mm-hmm. like, no, we actually don't want to fight with humans, which is like counteracting to what oh, yeah. like, the Martians actually want to yeah. do in DC. Uh-huh. So yeah. that's great. Okay, And then also uh, Green Ghost. Green is ghost. the green the green lan- girl yeah. yeah it was the green girl with um, who's she the copying green, the Green Lantern Green Lantern because she can technically she has make? a band yeah. essentially that makes yeah. her mm-hmm. turn yeah. into that so it's the yeah that's like her that's like that was what her name was was the Green Ghost okay and you have Omni Man okay mm-hmm. that's basically it. yeah that's the those are the those are the people uh which are along with Black Samson oh Black Samson is the guy that uh, oh left. that's right they that's didn't right. show I, him I couldn't I, with I, I couldn't remember I, I was like Black Samson why does that sound so familiar mm-hmm. yeah he's the guy that he was originally on the Guardians mm-hmm. and then he lost his powers mm-hmm. and then he then joined the second Guardians yeah mm-hmm. and now he has his powers yes yeah. yeah but the pacing here works because 
keep in mind, if I would have started reading the comics, I would have been so not that I would have been bored, but I would have been like, when does it get like, when are we like going to get something new? You know, like mm-hmm. the pacing is going to be a little bit long, especially if I would have been reading these books like as they were being released. Mm-hmm. I think the pacing would have been like, OK, do I need to get through like 10 issues and do I want to keep having it on my so, pull list? So a lot of people were picking it up before the show even came out well into its run. I think it was maybe by like maybe volume 14 or 15 in the trade paperbacks. That's when it started getting more more traction because because of the show also, was announced. No, it was or no, this was before. This was before. Yeah, it was because, because when you start getting into like the, the, the meat and potatoes of the show. Yeah, um, what, of because what stuff was happening. And then also Walking Dead was taking off. And then Robert Kirkman's name was getting more traction. So people are like, oh, wait, he's writing a superhero series. I want to read that because I read Walking Dead. Uh-huh. So it's like, okay, I want to read Invincible yeah. and stuff. And that's what happened. It just started picking up more and more. And then when basically Robert Kirkman became really big, he's like, okay, I'm going to – he's still working on Walking Dead. He's like, okay, I'm going to end Invincible then. I've been doing this for since 2003. I'm going to end it. He said that he he wants to change the ending though. For Invincible? I definitely want to see how that is then. He might change it in the series. He he always does that. He did it for, I mean, he changes his mind a lot. He changed the ending for the original Walking Dead comic book series. Yeah. Hey, Kirkman, (laughs) I want issue 155. Psych. Let's just end it at 152 and announce it on Twitter. Yeah. No, 143. 143. Yeah, that's supposed to be like the ending of The Walking Dead. Kirkman. Why are you emotional? I get you. <laughs> but like that threw me. I remember that day because yeah, I called he, Susan that day he, of. That he, that he, that he, I think he, he put it on Twitter. Right? He put yeah. it on Twitter that day of. I remember because yeah, like, I called Susan. <laughs> I called Susan. And I'm just like, so could I get issue 143? And all of what Brian heard was a laugh. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you're not the only one to do that. I'm like, I kind of figured I just found this out. And yeah. he's like, yeah, he kind of threw us all under the bus. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would imagine that that, that basically just threw uh, all comic he, book stores like, under he, the bus. Yeah, he, he pissed off a lot of comic book stores. <laughs> yeah, because we ordered, I was telling, again, if I'm going to reiterate what happened that day, is basically because we ordered comic books three months in advance. We right, have to do like, that. like you do, yeah, because <laughs> you don't because the comic book doesn't come out and go like and it teleports, right? <laughs> yeah, that's not I how. I still have like yeah. five issues to we, write, but I'm choosing not to. <clears throat> and mind me. you, Susan already ordered the next issues after 143 as well. Too. He was going to end it at 145, wasn't he? Like not like at least I, we all assume he was going to do Something at 150. Like yeah, like yeah. round it out. You know, that's what normal people do, Kirkman. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Kirkman goes to your house. <laughs> he, he turns on the TV and you say, do you want the volume at 5, 10, 15? Yeah. You want it at 20? And yeah. he's like, I want it at 7. <laughs> what? what? I'm going to end it at 7. <laughs> That's 7. That's... <laughs> So well, then, so do you cook this like? Do you cook your meals yeah. at like fifteen minute intervals? Mm-hmm. No, I want like you know eight. It's like what? odd. It's just it's odd, odd, yeah. odd numbers. <laughs> so the thing is, just is that when it comes to issues like that, you know, we know like okay, yeah, one forty three. Not a lot of people are going to get into it, so we just <laughs> uh, we just order enough for our pull list and maybe a couple more on the on the right, wall, right. and then next thing you know. It's like we're waiting for issue 143 and it comes in and then that day like we're coming we're doing the I was just about to wake up to do the pull list here on on that Wednesday and then next thing you know Twitter just blew up if you're following comic stuff on Twitter your Twitter blew up that day this is the last issue of The Walking Dead (laughs) and everybody went 
what? Yeah. Like, I need to go get it. There was no buildup. There was no, like, oh, I'm going to end it. Uh, the next issue, guys, will be the final issue. And there were only, he was, like, two issues away from 43 because he announced it at, like, 141, I yeah. think. Yeah. Kirkman is the type of person to say he has a meeting at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. He sets his alarm at 702. Mm-hmm. That's the type of person he is. <laughs> is he doesn't set it at 7 a.m. or no. 7.15. Yeah. He sets it at 7.02. <laughs> if he wants to sleep in, 7.07. I do that. Shut up. <laughs> no, you don't. My, Be normal. Do you want to see my alarms? Do you want to see my alarms? <laughs> you can set like four alarms. No, don't show me your alarms. <laughs> don't no, actually I, show I'm me. Gonna, I'm going to be mad. No, okay, let's, let's move on. Let's go back into Invincible. Why can't I open my phone? <laughs> <laughs> Work technology. But uh, this show overall was really, really well done. Like we said, the pacing was great. Shut up. You <laughs> just changed it. No, I swear to no, God. No, no, no. He I just opened it. I, I literally just opened it. 944. Oh, my God. No, stop. You, you, now you so I'm upset. <laughs> now I'm bothered. 455. That's, <laughs> that's normal. No, that's fine. It's like if it's as long as it's in five minute intervals, I don't care. But if you do like three or two, I'm going to be like, what the hell's wrong with you? I'm, like, I'm a crazy man. <laughs> 1201. Hey, 1201. Hey, man, that, that, that extra minute. That extra minute does a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, anyway. Rene <laughs> So, but <laughs> the show, the show's really great. The way that we're following Mark as soon as he becomes a superhero and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And um, the one thing I think we all agree with is that, you know, the, his, his love interest is really complicated. It's I complicated, hear, but I, I think if you get into, if you're a comic book yeah. reader, yes. you're, you're going to be like, you're, you already know. Yes. You already know. It's a, it's still a very, um, Superhero-esque romance. Yeah. Oh, I've got to balance my normal life, superhero life, and high love life. And yeah. high school. There's yeah. so many different aspects to it. The the, the one thing, because we were talking about it earlier, the one thing that I think pissed everybody off was the fact that she was being very unreasonable. and <laughs> She was like kind of, I got very, was it season one, Iris West vibes. Yes! On the Flash <laughs> TV series? Yes. Like when no one liked Iris and yeah. everybody was just kind of like, dude, Iris needs to just be quiet. Yeah. Okay. Like, not because she's a girl or anything like that, but like because no, the because fact that they're not writing her right. Yeah. So People, And she just sounds dumb. So here is, thank you for mentioning The Flash, because going back to that, Pacing wise, mm-hmm. think of it this way: the comic book has all the time in the world to set up stories, plot oh, development, yeah. character developments. Mm-hmm. But it could also be that the publishing company probably mm-hmm. told Kirkman, "You need to have the X amount of issues. Mm-hmm. You need to stretch out the stories," which is probably why. Yeah. And keep in mind, even though Kirkman, you know, <laughs> just spontaneously just decides to cancel certain issues because mm-hmm. he gets all emotional or whatever, right? Kirkman is also known to just tangent, like left mm-hmm. turn in a lot of his series. Yeah, and I think he does that with his comic book series where he comes up with ideas and just runs with it. Like he's, a, he's he doesn't he doesn't have time yeah. to oh, kind of think it oh, out. Oh, you mean like Negan or like <laughs> the like the Walking Dead War? Oh <laughs> no, yeah, the Whispers and stuff like that. Yeah, like no, it, it, like big thing in the comic books. Kirkman's <laughs> writing style is like okay, yeah. he's on pace, he's on pace, he's on pace. Pretty flower. <laughs> 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 It's so true. <laughs> it just like turns right, and you're I just like, "What about the race?" I want to sound it. Pretty pace, pretty pace, pretty pace, flower. <laughs> that's what it is. Like, that's Doug how he writes. Up. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how Kirkman writes. Dude, you broke me. 
But that's why is that true? <laughs> because that's how he writes. No, but that's the way. It's that's so how he perfect. is, right? Yeah. So no, no, like you wrong. get that. You get that pacing. <laughs> And so the show. Wrong. Can you imagine Kirk is gonna if he listens to this? He's not. I'm gonna, but just say he's be like these mothers. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tweet it to him. I'm gonna tweet it to him. I'm gonna, I, I, Please, I'm, yes. When we post this, I'm going to like tag him. Get the sound bit and tag him and be like, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this is how Kirkman writes. <laughs> pretty pace, pretty pace, pretty pace, flower. <laughs> Dude, just that, just, just that, that sound bit. Just that clip. This is how Kirkman writes. <laughs> okay, but look. Okay, so go ahead, Kirkman go writes that way in his books, right? Right, right, right The right, series right. is like Kirkman running that same marathon, but there's like one of those you like. Scared the hell out of me. Why? Oh, because no, it's hot now. Because no, I was, you made, I made you laugh that no, much. No, no, no. He scared the hell out of me because in the corner of my eye, because I saw him get up here, but I saw something move on the window. Oh. So I was like, what the? Oh, it's the shadow. Who's in, who's in the store? And then I saw him go past, and I'm like, I'm afraid of, sh- of reflections. <laughs> no, it's because we're getting, I'm, we're talking, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm getting warm. I'm oh, like, it's the laughter, man. Yeah. So oh, the series, the TV, or the, the streaming series is like Kirkman running that same marathon. Yeah. But right. now there's like someone holding him on a leash and as he's being distracted by the flower, he go, no! And he <laughs> no, drags him back. No, 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 no. Yes. I, be- no, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, because here's the thing though, is that when Kirkman first wrote Invincible, he, he even said too, he goes, I was, he goes, when I was writing it, I was petulant and I was in my 20s. So he was a young and writer. I was a young writer and at some points I just didn't understand, I, I didn't, I didn't like the way I wrote. So then he went back in time into the series and he yanked his own. He restructured said, it. Let's, yeah, so, let's not focus so, on the flower. Yeah. So it's, it's basically, so it's basically like when you were, when he, so it's kind of like he put out all the issues and then went, which issues do not matter. Like what can, what, how do I chop this fat? Yeah. And he did it well, or whoever's yeah. writing this because mm-hmm. going to the flash now, mm-hmm. the flash TV series and kind of green arrow did this as well. Spent like an entire season to get, the flash to be the flash yeah. and if the story even if you spend you could spend all that time like five arrow did like four seasons exactly <laughs> oh, oh that's right <laughs> took four did, like, did four forever it, until he, he finally the, came out in he costume. was the hood yeah. he was the arrow yeah he was what, what else was oh he? he was yeah he was the hood the arrow then it was like the green or something the, green the, the, the green the, archer the green archer yeah Ugh. And then eventually he was like, I am green the green arrow, arrow. And, and then, then you were the, like oh about time, the second dude. to the last season he's like oh the goatee but see see, (laughs) that's what i mean is that a show like if you elongate the like the the explanation yeah right right? you get bored Mm. and so you start to lose interest and just when the show is about to get good Mm -hmm. now you got to catch up on all these other things and probably trek back like two seasons to catch up to it invincible the streaming series just brought you in it yeah i can guarantee you that if we tell people watch the first episode they'll Mm -hmm. be like oh i gotta watch the next one and they'll probably watch three until they decide to say no more but that's fine the hook was episode one snagged you in and said this is it that's the thing though is that i feel that in the streaming service thing in this like the whole even the comic book i feel like that entire investigation of who killed the Guardians, Guardians of the Globe, of the Globe. Yeah. is one of the better arcs in yeah. the comic or in the sh- in the series in the comic. Yeah, like it's it, it like 
at that point, it's the better arc. It's the best arc. Mm-hmm. Like, in those, like, first couple of issues of just kind of yeah. going, like, what's going on? But how long like did that. it take you to get to that point? I think it's like a volume, isn't it? It was a whole volume, yeah. See, that's the problem. You have it's to go volume. through a whole volume to get to that point where in the show, yeah. it's like right there, think, you're hooked. I think by volume five, I want to say five, it could be even four, where it it's basically how season one ends, where it's like... Omni Man tells Mark, yeah. we need to talk. Because at this point, you've already dealt with the Martians. Yeah. You've already dealt with the Crime Lords. Mm-hmm. You've already, like, you've dealt with a lot of things. Yeah. And I think streamlining it and kind of going like, oh, that's season two. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's season three. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll get, like, we'll get back to Omni Man. Yeah. Because yeah. I also. There's a bigger arc. That's the yeah, thing. There's, there's a bigger, a bigger arc, arc with Omni Man and the there, Ultraman. There is a. End game level war yeah. that's coming, and they're setting they're setting the yeah. dominoes. And so, I think so, and I think that's what Robert Kirkman wants to do. That's going to be like maybe a season three kind of finale. season four. They're they're yeah. they're, they're going. Gonna, they're gonna Kirkman is going to ask for I, like more seasons than so, just three. Well, he, he already got yeah, two. We're not going to see Omni Man in season two. I think not no, a I, lot. I don't think anything. we're going to see. I, I honestly don't think you're going to see him. There's until a reason like, for yeah. that in the last episode, mm-hmm. but I, I personally think you're not going to see him until the end of three. That, that's even better. That's a thing. good. Like the then you're asking yeah. for like he's gonna. If The Walking Dead is at season ten, <laughs> then we're probably gonna get like at least mm-hmm. six or seven seasons if people haven't lost interest the, in the show. That's another thing is it's the way he's doing about this series. He's like you said, he's taking stuff. He's taking the fluff out. Yeah, and he's restructuring it. If he's doing that, this feels like it could be. A six or maybe even an eight season series. And I that's said it. seven right in the smack yeah, in the middle. Yeah. So, that's yeah, that's Kirkman yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. I love you, Kirkman, but the, we we're on to you. But the the thing is that I feel even if you do that, because yeah. I I also felt like there wasn't like a real understanding of passage of time in the comic books. Yeah, like the passage of time. Like they, they mention it every comic book. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That that's is every true. comic book. I mean, unless you see but the sun the thing, go up and the down. Is, in the last year, <laughs> Spider-Man has gotten his job, promoted, mm-hmm. lost his job, gotten his job. All in one day. Lost his job again. Got with MJ. And now has renewed his entire life. Mm-hmm. In one day? In one year. It's a lot. It's a lot. And he still hasn't aged. But that's the concept of time does not exist. Well, I mean, no, 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 Peter Parker's been around since like the there, 1950s. There are concepts. Yeah. There are concepts that are going to be happening with Omni Man, where time definitely needs to change. Yeah. Not only that, but also the idea of Mark having to get stronger. And yes. I, and I feel like before you introduce the further threat of because at the end of the series, spoiler, we did they did say there is a threat of the Vulturemites. Yes. Vulturemites yeah. will eventually come. Yes. Mm-hmm. Before you have that situation of the Ultramites coming, there has to be some form of growth. Like you For can't Mark, just yeah. you can't just have the Ultramites immediately show up. Well, they already yeah. I mean, that's the thing. We saw how Mark took on one Ultramite, which is his dad, yeah, and he, he got, did he, not he got survive. Wrecked. Yeah, he got wrecked. He only he technically did save the world, but it was because he basically was. Trying to reach out to his dad. Let me put it like this: the Ultramites <laughs> that he still has to fight. Make Omni Man look like a pushover. So, okay. So, did you see the the, the, the older dude? I, did. I was so happy they showed I him. Did. They showed, they showed this, an image of him yeah, inside of the. In, there's in, a Vulturemite you see. He's old and he's like bald and he has white hair, right? With like okay. a white mustache. He's like a big kind of like. Dude, that dude, guy. That, that guy is. is he is like Omni Man times. 
10. Okay, so... He is like if Omni-Man was just jacked. Like, like he just... Like, like literally, if he ate his spinach, like, eight times, (laughs) and then just decided to not care about anyone on the planet. So, we're getting into the the last episode. What's the timestamp right now? We're hitting an hour and six minutes. He's like six... six So, we're... (laughs) Don't... (laughs) Hour six... Hour six. Hour six. Okay, got it. Got it. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn it. I'm just saying of disaster. Of disaster wise. So, so <laughs> basically, um, we're getting to the like the last bit of right. the show of the yeah. series, right? Of the season. So before we like wrap it up, because we got about maybe another 15 minutes, and we got to like just kind of wrap the yeah, show up because we don't want to make it an hour 30. Like um, I can't promise that. <laughs> Not with that attitude. My attitude's great. <laughs> What's yours? <laughs> We're getting to a point where Kirkman has done his job by setting up so many problems. Yeah. yeah. There was a complaint that I had with the series okay. in that there were way too many situations oh, going yeah, on at yeah. some point mm-hmm. that sometimes it didn't feel like everything had to a be proper there. solution. Yeah, yeah. The season ends with basically the main plot, the main dilemma being Mark finally realizing that his dad is a villain, mm. you know, pretty much is kind of like wrapped up, like it wrapped up in a way where it's like, okay, we can worry about this in the next season. And then it teased the next two seasons by reintroducing all the dilemmas that were left behind mm-hmm. and that we thought somewhat concluded and saying, no, there is now a bigger problem. Because mm-hmm. as he recovered and he's going out in space to fight the threat and stuff like that that came back, which mm-hmm. isn't a threat, he says, well, what am I going to do? And it's just a highlight reel of all the different dilemmas that he had to figure out yeah. throughout the season saying, like, these are not solved. There are going to be more. Yeah, they're going to be coming up in season two. Yes. From, from somebody who hasn't actually read the comic books and stuff like that what i want to know is from somebody who's just watched the 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 comic book series i mean just read watched the series do you feel that there is any possible way for omni-man to be redeemed Ooh. no uh, uh, there's no i okay i'm gonna say no Okay. But this is based on like my initial reaction of just watching the series and just seeing the season finale. Because, like yeah. I said, so it's a very emotional show. Yeah. Like it, it, it tore me apart. Just from like every episode was something new where I felt like, holy crap! Like this kid is going through so much. This is a guy that's going through the end of high school. Yeah, and he's getting hit and just bombarded with problem after yeah. problem after problem. It wasn't so much like physical violence that he was going no, through, but it was like, like emotional, emotional, emotional yeah. turmoil, emotional trauma. Man, in the like, last episode, when he finds out that Omni Man, his dad, right. basically is just like, oh, because this is such a great thing. When he tells you know Mark the story of the Viltrumites, mm-hmm. right? He makes him out to be like you know prestigious and great and protectors of the universe, and he breaks the news is like, no, we're a race of you know we're a race of people mm-hmm. that essentially are like the best of the best. We yeah. killed off They're the weak. They believe they are the superiors. The, the way that I looked at it is if what would have happened if Superman would have stayed on Krypton and instead of Krypton being like a peaceful nation, it was like if Zod would have took it over. Yes. No, yeah. that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. well, that mentality of like power hungry mentality. What if we are the supreme best species mm. of their, like it's, it's a superiority complex in a way kind of thing. Yeah. You know, like, you know. Did you say it's planetism? 
Sure. Well, that's the it, thing. It's like a like, national. It's like nationalism, but for my planet that we are the best. Is there a way of like because it's not like planetary; it's species wise. Well, but there's there there's two there's two side there's two sides of that coin, because for one, the Viltrumites believe that they're better than everybody else. Uh huh. Two shows that the Viltrumites, because he mentions it in the very end, that the Viltrumites basically killed themselves off. Yeah. That they annihilated half the population by yeah. doing this. But only the best of the best stood. And it, but the, that but that was a thing though is that he even says we they stop sending people out mm-hmm. to other planets mm-hmm. because their numbers are so low. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're going to planets, having children, and then taking over planets because mm-hmm. they're slowly building their numbers. Exactly, yeah. they're trying to do it in like a like the yeah. small way, but like they're more of like a military species. Like they don't think emotionally. They don't right. want to be like passionate about anything. Like the, it, I, it's and, like if you gave the empire yeah. superpowers, I think the thing, and oh, we God. talked about it. <laughs> we talked about it. The, what are you the, talking about? They have the force. They do have superpowers. What no, are you talking about? Not every stormtrooper. You know what I mean? If you gave it, every single one of your troopers, you mean the 12 inquisitors that were just going around murdering things. <laughs> so can we agree that the thing that triggered us the most was when Mark us. and, all, yeah, no, we we mentioned it. We talked about it when Mark is talking to Nolan and saying like, "Then what do what do we mean if you think that humanity is so insignificant yeah. that our oh, life oh, is a speck of dust to mm-hmm. you guys? Then what is mom? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I just treated her more as a pet. Yeah. And when he said that, I was like, "What yeah. the heck? You." And are- then he asks them again. He goes like, "If we're all worthless, does that mean mom's worthless?" He goes, "In the grand scheme of things, technically, yes." He's, he's like, not, he's not wrong. No, he, that but that's the thing yeah. that makes it. That's what makes that that interaction so great. Yeah, to because, play devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. It's a hundred percent right. Yeah. In a way, he's not wrong because, mm-hmm. like, you know, we can argue about this and say, like, okay, was Thanos right in snapping and you know getting rid of like half the universe's population? That's the thing. We saw his vision. Yeah. But it was the way he wanted to do it. And guess what? Terrible. Falcon and the Winter Soldier did. <laughs> it proved mm-hmm. where he was right. Mm-hmm. Technically, Thanos was correct. Exactly. The, yeah. the Earth was better off. Exactly. Exactly. So when you hear Nolan's speech, is he wrong from a logical perspective? Mm -hmm. You can argue yes and no. But but when we talk about, yeah, yeah, sorry, go on. I was going to say, but in the way of he wants to do it by just killing off innocent people. Ethically speaking, is it right? But I also understand it too, because it's like, okay, so think of it from that point of, from that point of view, he lives for a millennia. Mm -hmm. You have a pet. It lives maybe 12 15 years it's a mm-hmm. fraction of your life and everything like that mm-hmm. it's you know it's something that you care for it's a partner it's whatever it is my german shepherd mm-hmm. when i was growing up he lived to be 12 years old mm-hmm. he was my companion from middle school when we mo- first moved into my home mm-hmm. all the way up to halfway through my college years and when he passed it was devastating mm-hmm. but that's where that ethical morality side kicks in you know Nolan Omni Man can basically say these guys are insignificant. Humanity is nothing but insignificant, and mm-hmm. your planet is just something that we need to conquer to better mm-hmm. your race. Yeah. Well, not only that, but also in the in the grand scheme of things, you live fifty years, mm-hmm. you'll be a memory. Yeah. Yeah. Like but what does a, that memory fond, mean to you'll be, you? Yeah, you'll be a, you'll be a fond memory in fifty years. Yeah. But what does that memory mean to you? Even in like, you know, movies like Coco talk about that Mm -hmm. as well. If we're going to like throw it off and see like where else we see it. 
Don't Coco make, talks about that, you know, like the significance of knowing someone for generations. Mm-hmm. Don't make me cry. Taking, oh, no, Don't but see, that's that's why this show is fantastic. <laughs> if you yeah. can connect it to other things, yeah. mm-hmm. it starts to make sense. Yeah. It does. And this is where that show throws you those emotional curveballs because as you're, you're not just watching a dad beat his son to death mm-hmm. to try to prove a point. And you're what a point it was. Yeah. No, it's like it's just so even like yeah. thinking about it gets me so like Well the thing was what the way he was doing it too, just like killing everyone. And then like what what started it was obviously when Mark saves that that, that pilot. Yeah. And he's yes. like, Oh man, like I almost died and then just Omni Man's right there and you kind of feel like no, they don't say, do it. Like, done. don't do it. And then he just, bam, just kills the pilot. The train scene? Yeah. When that he's like, if up. you're not going to understand it, maybe I'll, I'll show, show you again. You, yeah. And he just obliterates an entire subway of sta- By standing still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to struggle to get out of it. And you see, then afterwards, as he's like in full panic of like, what have I done? What the heck is going on? Yeah. Omni-Man goes and he's like, why do you care about these people? Steps on a corpse that's like right there as he's struggling to get out of it and smashes his no, hand no, no, into the no. concrete. He's struggling to get to his daughter. And, yeah. and smashes him. Yep. And it's just like... That's, that's even worse. And this show, I don't think this show should be... If we're going to move on and say, like, you know, would we recommend this? Oh, yeah. 100%? Yeah. Yes. I, I, I understand if you are, you know, you know, you can't stand, like, grotesque violence mm-hmm. and, you know, it's just too much. But this... The show shows a really deep meaning between, like... It's not violence for violence. It's no. not... Kirkman, if you're listening to this, I love The Walking Dead up to season three, but you know, we're gonna I'm gonna be real for you for yeah. a second. The Walking Dead became Gorefest the show. How can we kill people off in the most grotesque but possible I, way? I, I feel like that was more of the showrunners than it was. Yeah, it was. It wasn't Kirkman. Event, I don't event, blame Kirkman. Event, eventually that was just AMC where they were just like, Well, people watch it for the gore. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And they instead watched of, it instead of story matters. Yeah, instead here. of zombies of matter story. here. And I, yeah, at, at a certain point, you know, you have to kind of look at it and go how much of this is Kirkman and how... Because Kirkman did change stuff. In For The, the Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. I yeah. think Kirkman said that he left after a couple seasons. He left after season well, three. Yeah, because yeah. he... I know that he wanted to do more with Shane's character. Yes. Because uh, originally he was supposed to die in season one if we're going off of comic book-wise. Yeah. Yes. He's supposed to die in season one, but they... He they kept him. He kept him and he wanted to keep going with him. Because I, yeah. I think the... Uh, what was it? The, the scene where they get to the CDC... Yeah, that is that wasn't in the comics. Not no. at all. And that was, but that was a Kirkman thing. Kirkman mm-hmm. was like, "What about if they get to the CDC?" And that was a great ending to season one it. because it, it kind bad. of get, yeah. it kept the mystery going. Mm-hmm. But that's what I mean is that like The Walking Dead put violence and gore on a pedestal, but it was visual. Mm-hmm. It had no meaning. You didn't have like uh, Merle's death when Daryl sees his own brother die. Yeah. Best death of The Walking Dead, and I think that was like season three. No, it wasn't. Or season four. That was season like five. It's still a great death because there was an emotional attachment that, to it. Season because th- they're still getting to the prison. So the prison they're, was they're season, in the prison for like two seasons. Because season two was basically Herschel's Herschel's farm, farm was, was and all of season, season two. Season, season, season three. three was when they right there get to the prison, but that was like a whole thing, the, and that's a whole thing of them clearing out, the clearing prison, out, yeah. Like that. Season, season four, four was a governor. The introduction. It's the intro- no, 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 no. Season four is dealing with the convicts. And then starting to get introduced to the governor. Season five is wow. the governor is here. That's and right. Yeah, because that uh, he tries to sneak attack on him and Merle he, just gets converted into a zombie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, he, well, he captures, uh, he captures, Michonne. uh, no, 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 no. He captures his brother, uh, Daryl. Daryl. Oh, yeah. He captures right. Daryl and then he sacrifices himself so Daryl can live. Yeah. 
and that's like a whole thing. But that's like, what I mean is that that mm-hmm. death meant something, and Invincible does that, where violence is used to amplify the point yeah. in terms of what he's trying to show. Yes. Yeah. And so if you are, you know, you know, weak stomached and whatnot, and you can't take it, I, I, it's hard. And I know, I feel like if people are very emotionally driven, this show will tear them apart just because you're getting a lot of things. I, if you, if you're like a frequent listener to the podcast, you know, my dad passed away. Mm -hmm. And so for me, father, son kind of like interactions are very heavy and I love the show because of that. And when it tears it apart at the end of the season or the end of the season, yeah, Holy crap, man! Mm-hmm. It like I cried at least twice. I was I was actually when I was watching, I was like, "Oh man, Brian's gonna he's because he yeah. beats his son and like yeah. there's and no then, getting to him." And then having that vision or not the a vision, vision, but that what, memory. That vision he, was cool. Yeah, the yeah. memory of him of when he visit his son's first baseball t- game. And I stuff. I cried when and this is the part that even talking about it just because holy crap, man! When he says. Why do you do this, yeah. Mark? Why are you risking your own life to save humanity when yeah. it doesn't mean anything? After everyone passes, In 500 what are you, years, yeah, what are you going to have? I'll have you. You, dad. And I'm just like, oh! <laughs> that was you the greatest line You could have said, I love time. you, dad, but yeah. no. no. He said, after you. 500 years, what are you going to have, Mark? Mm-hmm. I'll have you. Oh! And that's what stopped Omni Man. Yeah, and it is what stopped Omni Man. Yeah, and he's great, like, it's a great it. line. It's I a great felt line. it when Omni Man stops, and he has like three reactions in yeah. one minute, and he's like mad, and he's getting, like, and, and as soon like, as he gets sad, he just boom, and just it's the it's the <laughs> I'm going to kill you. I can't kill him because I love him. I gotta leave. Yeah. Like I, I like I like I can't I yeah. can't do what I, I can't do my mission. I can't complete it. Holy what I love too man. is that they show like him going in like supersonic speed, and covered in blood, and then like the blood burns off when he reaches the atmosphere, and then that and, tear just comes out and yeah, it freezes. Yeah, and yeah. the tear freezes and mm-hmm. falls. Oh, I actually thought man. that was an interesting concept. Of, that was. like because I I I've never seen that in anything really. Mm-hmm. Of like oh yeah, as we fly up. The atmosphere will burn away. Yeah, because you're reaching the atmosphere. Yeah, because you're reaching the atmosphere. So obviously, it would burn it away. So I don't think I've ever seen that like any comic book. I feel like a lot of comics and shows. To wrap it up, does anyone have anything before I do a little spotlight on like the science behind it? Uh, (sighs) I think if anything, I the one, the one thing that made me kind of just like weep, not weep, but just like feel for Mark is every time in that whole episode in the finale was just that he kept failing to try to save everyone. And it, yes, yeah. that apartment building when he's holding the, it up. Yeah, the uh, the one that really hurt me was the minute. Uh, it's it's that minute of he. I mean, the moment when he's in the bed, he's already been beaten, mm-hmm. and his mom says, "I'm proud of you," mm-hmm. and he can't even stomach seeing her or hearing those words and he kind of turns away from her yeah. and just the idea of i couldn't save a single person yeah like not one person mm-hmm. who I, I attempted to say like if i if i consider myself a hero mm-hmm. how can i can because it's a huge thing in uh in like some anime and some comic book things like my hero academia says the same thing of like how how can i consider can uh how can i call myself a hero if i can't save one person yeah, yeah. and everything like that and i think that was such a hurtful thing yeah but also it's going to be a great hero moment of him having to become stronger yeah. him having Evolving. to build on his own yeah. feel on his own failures because yeah. if anything makes a hero evolve mm-hmm. it's them failing yes yeah yeah, yeah. 
That's a good way to wrap it up. I like that. I think we'll end it on that point. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And if we haven't sold you on anything, I'll tell you this right now. There was a very clever little thing they threw in the last episode of season one um, when Mark recovers from his injuries mm-hmm. and goes into Cecil, the guy who oh, runs yeah. the, this thing mm-hmm. or the organization that like keeps track of all the superheroes and stuff. He takes them to a white room. He's like, what is this? Turns on the light. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, wait, why, why did I not see this? Oh, because the government put a chemical in the water that doesn't allow you see a certain particles in life and super computer yeah. conspiracy theories. and i was just like <laughs> all right let's get these conspiracy theories going boys let's yeah, do this buddy. science in this one is like pretty good yeah. i'll say it's really like good it. yeah it's, it's good a, i mean for a superhero it's fun like universe i mean they'll, they'll play fast they play fast and loose it's yeah. not typical it's very fun i think yeah you but can I tell yeah. that they really dwell into their own science yeah which is good yes. because you can fall victim to like let's try to make it as realistic as possible yeah and then neil degrasse tyson comes in and says <laughs> no that's not true and like then the throws whole, a bunch of astrophysics kind of stuff at like, you. Like the whole in Endgame when they t- explain their own version of time traveling. Yeah, and <laughs> just Neil deGrasse like, Tyson yes. was like, "You like fun, right? Yeah, let me take the, <laughs> let me let me ruin this for you." <laughs> <laughs> Where he's just like, the the writers have no idea what time travel is." <laughs> you were just like, "Well, thanks, Neil deGrasse Tyson, for writing it. Thank you for ruining the movie for me. <laughs> thanks, bud. You're a smart dude. I love your science, but like, don't ruin no, it. No, I never listen to him. Like, whatever he does, whatever movie comes out and just has to do with science, I'm just like yeah i'm not following that no <laughs> <laughs> all right wow. so uh let's go ahead and wrap this show up guys um just a quick little reminder if you made it this far we appreciate and love you guys we love the support we love the listens let us know what you guys think we are active on social media like you know we said earlier we have a website reach out to us there if you guys have any comments anything you liked about the show things you want to see from us you know we're working on that stuff the website will be kept alive and going you know, we want this to be a thing and expect more, you know, I guess spotlights around Whittier because, like I said, we want to throw, you yeah. know, we want to celebrate Whittier for what it is, especially yeah. since this is where we started our headquarters. Mm-hmm. So right. we'll be spotlighting a lot of the businesses here and right. places and stuff. Yeah. And we want to do that with the website and have that. Mm-hmm. Follow us on there. Um, if you have Instagram, we have an Instagram account. Mm-hmm. Keeping up with the nerds, just look us up there. Twitter, same thing. Keeping up with the nerds, the handle's a little bit different because we're still trying mm-hmm. to work on that. Yeah. If you are listening to this on audio platforms, find us on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts yes. as well. Right. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please rate us and let us know what you guys think. Yes. We, you know, I mean, it practically means nothing, but, you know, we love to see what you guys think, especially if you guys want to leave a review of us, Mm -hmm. leave it on there. If you are listening to this on the audio platforms and want to check us out on YouTube, Keeping Up With The Nerds does have a YouTube channel where we upload weekly videos. You know, if I try to get to the editing and stuff like that. Um, Eventually they'll come out. No, 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 they're weekly. They're weekly. weekly. (laughs) You were doing so well. I was. You were doing so well and then went, yeah, but I mean, if I get to it. <laughs> it's a lie. You're doing so well. If I get to it, yeah. Like if I get to it, I guess they're weekly. It'll, it'll eventually go up. They'll eventually go they're, up. They'll, they'll go up. They're there in spirit. By the, time, by the time by the time Loki comes out, then you'll know. They'll, they'll for sure be out, right? Yeah, right? yeah, they have to. Yeah, they have to. By the time Loki that's comes the out, goal. That, that's how you know what our feelings were on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's. <laughs> 
So the podcasts are also uploaded on there on YouTube every Wednesdays at 11.30. So if you want to listen to it on there, go yeah. for it and leave comments down below. Um, I think that about does it, right? Or am I missing anything? You are missing something. Make sure to subscribe and also to hit the bell. Uh, you can get some. Uh, you can also personalize it and get some updates or all of them. Go ahead and click the all of them page just so that way you can hear all of our fancy little voices and smooth, and smooth yes. speaking voices yes. <laughs> and our ideal topics on uh, comic books nerdy anything really uh make sure also if you can go ahead and uh hit that follow on the instagram facebook twitter uh whatever your uh actual social media platform mm -hmm. is of, prefer of preference and uh shoot us that follow and also make sure to like a couple of our videos you know it'll, it'll show you some stuff maybe it'll it'll put you down a rabbit hole which we might you might enjoy uh and if you liked something else go ahead and click it <laughs> Thanks for repeating everything I just I said. Just, oh, hey, right. listen, man. I, I, I have a script in front of me, and I follow Who you, it. You just no script in front of you. Don't lie. It's Who in, do you like better, guys? Mine or Nick's? It's in five, gonna say Nick's. The 5D. It's the, <laughs> I like how you're so, like, <laughs> everyone assuming that you, they won't like you. No, they won't. I know. They yeah, they want. They, I mean, you and Nick want to eat me, so apparently. Hey, first of all, that was all Nick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are we ready to wrap the show up? I mean, yes. I, I, you know what? I... I stand by what I said. Thanks, Nick. Stand, We're going to wrap this show up. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> now hitting now in 30. Renee, hit us. Thank you, citizens, for listening to this issue of Keeping Up with Nerds Variety Hour. I'm your host, Renee. And this is Brian. And this is Nick. Coming to you from 12920 Philadelphia Street, Morning, California, recording at Undercity Comics. We thank you, citizens, once again, and hope to see you all next time.